0: welcome to the next episode of the Stephen Poos Benson Podcast. It's Steve. I'm the host of this podcast. Today is the 12th episode of this podcast. I am a newbie to podcasting, so please bear with me as I try to figure out exactly what I'm doing. But I'm having a gas doing this. I'm hoping that you enjoy it as well. Boy, tonight is a perfect night. It's a perfect Poos Benson night. It's snowing outside. I've got a fire going in the Vermont Castings wood stove. I have a. It's a brown bronze uh, Cast iron stove. I love it. I've got my two chihuahuas sitting here in the lap, on my lap right beside me. If you had asked me uh, 10 years ago if I'd be a chihuahua kind of guy, I would have laughed at you. Today... I love my little chihuahuas Elsa and Mojo. Actually we call Elsa the chicken for sure, for chicken nugget so she's the little check chicken. So here we go the uh, you know the purpose of this podcast is to share with you kind of the ramblings of my brain. You know, someday I might get a purpose that I want to hone in on more. But right now, I've got a lot of ideas I want to cover. Things that I can't really have time to preach on. Don't have time to write about it in uh, the Cowboy Jesus blog. Although, I want to get that going as well. But uh, I have ideas that I want to cover. You know, and I'm hoping that you would have ideas like you would want me to cover as well. If you do have something... Shoot me a text uh, or an email at steepoosbenson at me.com. Post something on Facebook, but let me know. I'll be happy to, to kind of dive into what it is that uh, you'd like me to talk about. Periodically, I'll interview people who have a story to tell. If you know someone who you think I should interview, then let me know. I'll pick it up and interview them. All right, so let's dive in. You know, in the last episode, I talked with Mitch Samu about creativity. He is the most creative human being I know, and he pulls creativity out of me. Every time I'm around him, he gives me new thoughts and new ideas. And so I've been thinking more about creativity, and I wanted to give it one more episode. You know, creativity is something very important to me. My whole life revolves around creativity. Uh, you know, I preach. I preach um, usually three out of four weeks out of a month. So I'm always thinking about preaching and what I'm going to write, what I'm going to preach and what I'm going to talk about, what keynote am I going to make. And so literally everything for me in my week revolves around preaching. But preaching for me is not a lecture. Uh, preaching is a is a piece of art. It's a work of art. I wanted to give a finely tuned message that works to inspire people. And then the keynote that I create around it, I want it to be a visual experience. I want it to tell the story of the sermon. So I work for hours finding just the right slide to go with the points that I'm making. So for me, It's a very creative process. That's why I pay attention to creativity. I think about creativity, and I think about what it means to be creative. I consider myself a creative person. And so I want to share with you some uh, additional thoughts that I have about creativity, and I'm hoping that these things will stir your own thoughts and your own emotions about creativity because, as Mitch said in the last episode— We all are. We are all creative. We all have the possibilities to be creative. We just have to take the time to bring it to fruition. So, a couple things. I read a quote the other day that really uh, summed it up for me. They said, "Being creative is three things: paying attention, being amazed, and share your amazement." Now, think about that. Pay attention. Be amazed. Share your amazement. Let's just kind of dive into those things. What does it mean to pay attention? You know, for me, it's like get your nose up off the sidewalk. Lift your head. Look around you. Get out of the auto control of your life. You know, like what the Buddha said, wake up, wake up, wake up. The world is passing you by. Are you taking notice? I mean, here it is mid-February. Do you notice that the days are getting longer? Do you notice the geese as they honk and fly overhead? And you probably had to dive, dodge what falls out from underneath them. But do you notice and see? I mean, see people? Do you really see your spouse and partner? I think sometimes we're with them so often that we take for granted the beautiful people that they are. Sometimes I just love to stare at Phoebe and look into her eyes Look into her hair, look at her cheeks, look at her face, smell her hair, gaze into her eyes. I know it kind of sounds mushy and romantic, but for me, it's paying attention to who she is, you know. Do you notice that you're getting older and yet younger at the same time? You know, I'm going to turn 60. Can you believe that I'm going to turn 60 in April? But yet in my brain, I'm somewhere in my early 40s. And I realize that the older I'm getting, the younger my thoughts are. And I'm just like putting this podcast together. I feel like there's so many young thoughts that are rolling around in my brain. But it begins by noticing you're getting older and noticing you're getting younger at the same time. I mean, do you look at the bare trees? Uh, They seem lifeless right now, but in just a few weeks, about four or five weeks, the spring sap will start pumping through them. Are you noticing the trees? I mean, do you notice art, paintings, photographs, murals? You know, downtown Denver, there are so many amazing murals on the side of buildings. Do you ever stop and look at them? I mean... Art is literally all around us. Do you have paintings up in your house? When was the last time you just stared at one of your paintings and noticed its beauty and its textures and the message that it's trying to to, uh, portray? I mean, colors. Do you notice colors? Do you notice the colors that you wear? Your your colors that you wear affect your mood? That's why I love bright colors. Uh, If you know me, you know I love uh, bright, crazy ties. Um, I love ties because ties for men, you know, men's clothes is kind of boring. But uh, the ties, the Jerry Garcia ties, are my favorite ties because they have so much movement, so much color. Uh, your food, do you taste your food? Do you pay attention to your food? Do you pay attention to the textures of your food? Do you pay attention to the way your food looks? Do you pay, pay attention to how it tastes? You know, uh, there's a Buddhist teaching that says you should chew your food 30 times before you swallow it. I try that every once in a while by a loose count of about 15 or 16. Uh, but I love that whole notion of chewing your food. What about your dreams? Do you pay attention to your dreams? I love my dreams. Do you journal about them, share them, ponder what they mean? I, My wife and I, Phoebe, are constantly talking about our dreams and what our dreams mean for us. It's a... It's a great way to think about how your brain is creating a movie from the different aspects of your life. And oftentimes, either you're starring in the movie or you're watching the movie and participating as the key character. I mean, I think dreams are some of the most fascinating things we have, but are you paying attention to them? Are you paying attention to what's being said? You know, I'm hard of hearing. You know, Even with hearing aids, I struggle to hear what people are saying. To hear someone, I have to really pay attention. I have to focus on the person in front of me and what they're saying. You know, and the key is to pay attention with what they're saying without playing the butt, butt game. I hate it when people play the butt, butt game. You know, the butt, butt game is when you're talking and someone goes butt, butt, and they start interrupting you. But, but, that's not right. No, what's not right is you haven't listened to me. By the same token, if you're playing the butt, butt game, then you're not paying attention to the person across from you. You gotta be quiet, you gotta pay attention. You know, creativity is rooted in you paying attention to the world, the natural world, and the people around you. You know, I just finished a biography on one of my heroes, Henry David Thoreau. Love Thoreau. Loved Thoreau my whole life. And one of the things that Thoreau loved to do was walk. But he just didn't walk with his nose down. No, he was wide awake walking. He noticed everything around him. Blades of grass, different flowers, birds, animal, water, fish, rain, mist, fog. He was completely awake to everything natural. And it. And he put it down in his journal. His journals were packed with all the things that he noticed. You know, it got me thinking... Am I awake as Thoreau, you know, in my journal I try to to do what Thoreau did and say and ask myself what in the natural world that I see today, what did I pay attention to today? Pay attention. It is the root and the key of creativity is getting your nose off the sidewalk and paying attention. Pay attention. Be amazed. I love this be amazed. Be astonished, astounded, staggered, surprised, startled, stunned, be thunderstruck. I love that. Be thunderstruck. Be aghast, confounded, dumbfounded, stupefied, and dazed. Suddenly filled with wonder. What is it that makes you suddenly filled with wonder? You know, we're so used to things around us that we I think we take them for granted. But once you've paid attention and woken up to the world, once you're paying attention, we can be amazed. What amazes you? You know, Start with your own body. Be amazed at your brain. Be amazed at your eyes, your hands, and your legs. Be amazed at how your brain sends signals to these parts of your body and then orchestrates them all into something that sees, thinks, writes, and be suddenly filled with wonder at the amazing thing that your body does. Be amazed if you're fortunate enough at the people who love you. Your spouse, partner, children, friends. Be amazed that you have the ability to love them. Be amazed that you have a roof over your head and a pantry full of food. Be amazed at the grocery store when you walk in at a blaze of colors that are in the grocery store. The colors just sometimes overwhelm me. The vegetables, the fruits, the cereal aisle, the coffee aisle... The juice aisle, the yogurt aisle. I love the frozen food aisle. I don't eat a lot of frozen food, but I eat frozen burritos. I love a vast array of frozen burritos. Be amazed. Be amazed. Be amazed at the natural world. Like I said, just step outside and breathe deeply the air. You know, earlier um, I was outside feeding our horses and it's snowing. And I was just amazed. I just stopped as I tossed some hay across the fence at how quiet it was. Just the tick, tick, tick of snow falling around me. I mean, it was awesome. It was beautiful. And be amazed at uh, those trees waiting for spring be, spring. be amazed at birds at the feeder. I've got this station with about five or six different bird feeders on it. And the birds just flock to the feeder. A lot of finches and nuthatches, all different kinds of wrens. Uh, I love the birds at my feeder. You know, what about scientists? You know, scientists, I think that they they have got to be amazed when they look into a microscope. They've got to be stunned by the things that they see. Or an astronomer, when they look into a telescope at the distant galaxies, Are they amazed? I think they would have to be amazed. I mean, they're looking deep, deep into outer space. They would have to be amazed. I'll never forget the first time I looked into a a high-power telescope and I saw Saturn for the first time and the rings around Saturn. Man, I I just stood there dumbfounded. I was amazed. You know, amazement, I think, is not only a right brain effect uh, thing, but it's a left brain effect as well. I think... Left-brained people are amazed by mathematics and chemistry, mechanical things, and the intricacies of design. You know, I think to be amazed, we have to stop taking life around us for granted and wake up to the absolute glory of the world. Creativity swirls when we're amazed. Pay attention. Be amazed. Share your amazement. Expression express your amazement. This is creativity put into action. This goes back to what Mitch was talking about in the last podcast. He said, do what is your passion. Do what it is that you have the curiosity for. Mitch said, your curiosity, is that what you feel you get to do? Not what you have to do, but what you get to do. He said, if it's cooking, then cook. If it's gardening, then garden. And, you know, my thing is if you can't garden in the winter, then fill your house with plants that you can take care of. I love taking care of our house plants and watching them grow. I would talk to them and and kind of cuddle them along. For for me, my plants are living beings. You know, express your imagination. What about writing in a journal? You know, I've been keeping a journal since I was 18 years old. I've got bookshelves of journals, you know, If you don't know what to journal, if you don't know what to put down in a journal, then do a timed writing exercise. This is one of the exercises that I do. It's, um, I remember when. Don't edit, just start writing. I remember when. I remember when I broke a bone for the first time. I remember my first birthday party. I remember the first time I fell in love. I remember the first time I was so angry I was spitting nails. I remember and just goes on and on and set a clock and write for fifteen minutes. Do that once a day for a month and you'll be amazed what you what you come up with. But it's that what's that trigger that uh, that thing of, of what, you know, I remember when that kind of gets your brain going. It gets the grease going in your brain. You know, when you start writing, then you start formulating your thoughts together. Start a blog. Um, I might have been writing Cowboy Jesus now for, oh my gosh, about 10 years. I haven't written in quite some time and I want to get it going again. But if you have a blog, it's a rush to share your ideas and have people respond. Even if you only have 10 people respond, like this podcast right now, I think I've got 15 or 20 people listening to it. Who cares if only 15 or 20 people listen to it or read your blog? It's an expression of your creativity. It's fun. You're sharing your amazement. You know, another one of my heroes, Ralph Waldo Emerson, um, I've been I'm in the middle of a biography by him. It's a big old fat thing of a book. It's like a, a door, door block of a book. It's so huge. But he, like Thoreau, was constantly writing down the things that struck him. And then he always gave expression to it. He wrote lectures. He wrote sermons. He wrote books. He wrote poetry. He was constantly sharing his amazement. You know, another way to express your creativity is to play an instrument. You know, uh, I heard the other day that the best way for adults to stem the tide of Alzheimer's is to learn to play an instrument. It's something I constantly try to do. I'm always trying to learn a new instrument. Uh, currently, I'm learning how to play the violin, much to my wife's chagrin. I've been relegated to a room down in the basement. <laughs> I don't blame her. It sounds like I'm a stepping on a cat's tail. I mean, it's terrible. But I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm learning how to play the violin. I play the banjo. I play the guitar. I play the harmonica. I play the Native American flute. All of these, I kind of suck at each and every one of them, but... I'm teaching my brain how to do it. It is an expression of my creativity. What about singing? Sing along with the radio. Sing hymns. Sing in the shower. Open your mouth and sing karaoke. I'm not a good karaoke singer, but I love to sing in church primarily because no one can hear me. Paint. Paint. I had a conversation with an adult who wanted to paint, but they sucked at it. That would be me. I've always wanted to be a painter. But this person told me they decided to get a paint by numbers for adults. Who knew? I had no idea. She said that they have beautiful palettes that are stretched over canvas, and there's numbers. You can't screw it up. I thought to myself, you know, I could do that. I could do that. Of course it's a little dorky, it's paint by numbers, but to express yourself. That's the key, express your amazement. You know, for me, I've learned I've had to schedule my creativity. You know, someday when I retired, I will have the time to be creative all day long. But for right now, with work and family and whatnot, I have to schedule my creativity. So for me, it's first thing in the morning. I spend at least an hour being creative. Uh, Sometimes it's as simple as writing in a journal, a leather journal, or on my Mac with my Mac journal. You know, um, for me, it's sitting down and jotting those ideas on, working on books, working on essays, working on podcasts. I've been working on this podcast for a couple of weeks now, trying to get all my thoughts together. It's an expression of creativity. I'm also looking for quick moments during the day to be creative. You know, I drive to work differently. Um, I have my phone, I used to keep a, a notepad in my shirt sleeve, uh, but that, or shirt pocket, but that became uh, kind of bulky, so I have my phone with me wherever I go, and I use Evernote on my phone, and I'm constantly jotting down ideas and thoughts that I have there. You know, this podcast for me is an expression of creativity. Um, I love thinking through what's going to be in the podcast, writing down my notes, thinking through what I'm going to say. Then recording it and adding it on GarageBand. I mean, it is so much fun learning this new uh, this new uh, technology on GarageBand. Then going to Podbean and uploading it. Then hitting publish. It's a rush. It's big magic. You know, I know only a few of you listen to this. You know, but I'm good with that. It's an expression of my amazement. You know, I'm a Jesus guy, and so I believe Jesus was a creative. He paid attention. He was constantly watching people and observing their behavior. He sat in the temple and he watched people. He watched how they responded to the things that he said. He paid attention to birds, flowers, wheat in the fields. He paid attention. He was amazed. A great story is when the friends lowered the paralytic down from the roof in front of them. He was amazed at their faith, at their creativity. He expressed his amazement. He expressed his awe. You know, he was so amazed by the people who uh, let the paralytic down from the roof that he forgave them. He was forgiving people. He taught people. He meditated. He was creative. You know, for me, It's fun being creative. It brings color to your life. It encourages you to do new things, to see your life and the people around you differently. I wake up thinking about being creative. I love sharing what amazes me. You know, and I love creative people. Like I said, I love Mitch Samuel. I love people who can paint, who can draw, who can sketch, who can cook. I love their expression of creativity. You know, (laughs) what's really lovely, what I love is a pilot, an airplane pilot you know, I don't want them to be too creative. I want them to land the plane exactly where they're supposed to land the plane. But I love it when a pilot comes on and calls your attention to the uh, to the different things on the ground below you or tells you about the different clouds that are off in the distance. I love that expression of creativity. I also love it when a stewardess on an airplane kind of deviates a little bit from the, uh, from the speech they're supposed to give and says something new and, and different. You know, I love, creativity is big magic. You know, Big Magic is a book written by Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, which is an awesome book. You know, I uh, kind of, I didn't, I dismissed that book, Eat, Pray, Love, for quite some time, because I thought, ah, you know, it's a woman's book. But man, when I read it, I was so moved by what she wrote. It's very creative. Well, then she went on and she wrote Big Magic, and she talks about when we engage in creativity, Big magic happens. You know, and for me, that's what happens when I preach on a Sunday morning. That's what happens when I stand in front of a group of people, and I don't care if there's 10 people, I don't care if there's 10,000 people, I really don't care. When the lights are on and I step in front of a group of people, something happens, something takes over. And when I have that keynote behind me and there's images and pictures, for me, it is magical. I just love doing that. Do you have big magic in your life? I pray you do. I pray you have something that gets you going. That when you wake up in the middle of the morning, you're just not going to drag yourself to the coffee pot and kind of drag yourself through the day. No, wake up, pay attention, be amazed. Share your amazement. So that's the podcast for today. You know, a couple of things I have coming up I'm going to be working on. I'm going to be working on a podcast on reincarnation. Uh, reincarnation versus resurrection. Do we go around once or do we go around uh, several times? I'm working on a podcast to share with you when I uh, saw some demons. (laughs) How about that one? Uh, When I saw some demons and what that means. I have a couple of interviews I have with people coming up. And again, if you have ideas for what you would like to hear me cover on a podcast, please give me a shout out. Uh, Email again is stevepoosbenson at me.com. You can text me 303-898-7092, post something on Facebook, or give a nudge to me at church or wherever you see me. All right. So, oh, also, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, you can do that right there on Podbean, and every time I publish something, you'll get a notification. Okay, you're a blessing. Until next time, may your life be a blessing for yourself and for others. Thanks for listening to the Stephen Poos Benson Podcast.